Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. I am Cheryl Laidlaw. I am Angela Harkness. We have been and are still on a journey to discover the Metaverse, Web 3.0, NFTs and anything that we are required to know to join this world. From this podcast, we will help you to unlock how the Metaverse is going to impact your brand, your business and even your personal life. Join us as we take the mystery out of this new digital universe. Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. In this episode, we're going to be talking about decentralized autonomous organizations, or more commonly known as DAOs. A DAO is essentially a board of people. They can be set up by a company or it can be a group of people coming together with a shared interest and vision. What makes a DAO is the rules, the structure, and even the values are all written into the code. These are created in form of a smart contract that sits on the blockchain. So while it is the members that can vote on changes to the rules or structure, it is the technology that runs the DAO. Sarah Aman has a couple of really good videos on DAOs, and we are going to talk more about these later on in the episode. But she gives what I, what is probably one of the simplest definitions of a DAO. It is an organization that is controlled by rules in a computer program that is transparent and can be read by anyone and controlled by the organization members rather than some central authority. What I love about doing this podcast is the way that Cheryl and I work is we decide on a topic, then we both go off and research it, we add our notes to a document, and then we come together and we sit and we chat about it and we shape the episode for recording. And when we talked about doing DAOs, I thought this would be a quick episode. We'll pull it together. It'll be factual and quick and it will give more people knowledge, adding on to what we've already given you, what we've already recorded. So I just thought it would be a straightforward, factual show, 10 minutes and, you know, we'll tell you what a DAO is and we'll be gone. Yeah, because uh, this, this episode gets better and better. Yeah, and it's not a short one. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I had a good understanding of what a DAO is and I assumed it was a committee of people who ensure that projects such as Decentraland, World of Women, Board at Yacht Club run as they should and remain within the values of the company but also the outline values of what the metaverse is all about which is for it to be decentralized and they're not governed by large corporations. And then Cheryl mentioned a video she had watched where she started talking to me about technology. And I was like, that's not what a DAO is. I didn't think that was a DAO because she came much more <laughs> from the technology side. And I was very much with this about the people. So when I actually started to do research, I was blown away by what I learned and the huge potential that understanding being part of and creating DAOs could have. So Cheryl, do you want to explain where they actually come from? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we came across a Forbes video. We will put the link in our show notes. So where they use the definition of a DAO as a group of people coming together with a shared vision and a bank account. They linked DAOs to investment clubs back in the day where people would 
put an equal amount of money and you would all come together and research and invest. Old school investment clubs where you had to read newspapers and finance magazines to get your information even before you could even before you could even Google search. Some, of, for the some people price. are living a life that they've never not known Google. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> so in today's definition of a DAO, DAOs are digital. The first digital DAO was created in 2016 after a rocky start because it got hacked. So it was shelled for yeah. a while. But so it shows how new they still are, only 2016. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So as of uh, 2022, there are over 4,000 recognised DAOs, which, as with everything, is a result of evolution in technology. Not just to make the DAO work, but also to ensure that they are secure. So the technology is better, but also the number of people who are skilled in this area has grown. So what is making DAOs become increasingly more popular from one DAO in 2016 to around 200 in 2020 to, as we said, 4,000 in 2022 is due to the increased interest in the blockchain and Web3 and investing in crypto and NFTs and the metaverse. The way to look at this and understand them more is that the DAO is the how and the crypto NFTs land in the metaverse are the what. So as Cheryl said, the other thing that we've talked about, and we've talked about this in other episodes, is that when there is such an advancement in technology, actually using it seems to become a lot easier. So, for example, you can build your own Horizon Worlds. We've talked about that. You can create your own land and digital wearables in Decentraland and Sandbox. And I actually saw the other day, because Cheryl and I talk about 3D modeling a lot and, you know, how it can be quite complex. There was a piece of software that makes that even easier. So Cheryl mentioned Sarah Aman earlier in the episode, and she's got a really couple of such good videos on YouTube. And again, we'll put a link in the show notes where she explains how you can build your own DAO. This is like, this is the element that Cheryl loves, like the technology side. (laughs) She's like, oh, I can do this myself. (laughs) Can I do it? How can I do it? Where can I do it? (laughs) So there are websites that give you the tools to help you easily create and build your own DAO. Colony, Aragon and DAO Stack Alchemy are to name a few. There are also companies, then this blew me away, that are acting as DAO factories. So Tribute Labs is a perfect example of this. They run a number of DAOs which specialize in different investments or purposes. For example, their Flamingo DAO is focused purely on NFT investment. So this particular DAO is limited to 100 members. You become a member by purchasing a minimum of 100,000 and up to 900,000 what they call flamingo units. Each 100,000 is, is called a block and you can purchase a block for 60 ETH, which is about converted 81,500K. So if you've got that lying around, Cheryl, you can buy a flamingo unit. <laughs> 
goodness it, me. Thanks. <laughs> each block entitles you to 1% of the vote and 1% pro rata rights to any proceeds made from the purchases. And you can't just rock up and buy a Flamingo unit. There is an accreditation process and any investor needs to go through this. Neon is another one of their DAOs set up for the metaverse. Ready Player is a DAO around gaming. And Noise is a DAO set up around music and sound. And there are many more. And I really would recommend you go and look at a website um, because it's a really good website. And go and look at the Flamingo DAO because obviously not everybody has 81,500 just lying around to invest. But the information they give you about the Flamingo DAO it just really shows you how it's structured and what goes into it and what the rules are and everything. So it's so. And then you'll also notice as well that the out of the creators, there's only there's 38 creators and only two of them yeah. are women, which is poor. And why we why we wanted to do this podcast and why we created the website is because we want more women to get involved. And there's definitely. Um, opportunity for women in this area so Cheryl do you want to just go through the, the different types of DAOs? Sure so the different types of DAOs relate to what they're trying to achieve because DAOs are very flexible and new and over time there will be many more types created if you have an idea for a DAO that you don't think fits into one of these boxes then you can simply create your own category we talked about this many times don't limit yourself in this Absolutely. area. So here are a few. Mm, so here are a few recognised categories. So we've got the protocol DAO. Um, at the moment, is the most popular. The focus is really on governance, uh, usually around borrowing and lending. For example, the Maker DAO uses smart contracts to help people borrow and lend cryptocurrency. We've got the collectors DAO, such as Tribulap. Uh, Flamingo DAO, they are set up for the reason of collecting a certain type of digital asset, such as NFTs or specializing in niche types of NFTs, such as digital wearables. Uh, we've got the investor DAO, um, using technology and smart contracts to create the old investment clubs. Then we've got grant DAOs that can be used to fund new projects, investments, and ventures. And one of the least common DAOs, but will probably grow as the use of DAOs become more popular, is around charity work. DAOs where social responsibility is key to the values of the DAO. So as you can tell, there are actual a lot of similarities between them. But the overriding factor is that a group of people form or a, uh, join a membership where the rules are coded into smart contracts and sit on the block. Chain. Angela, it's time for ideas round. Okay. So, do you want to give us some ideas of how people can use this in their businesses, or how groups of people could use DAOs? My head has been spinning with this since I started to read it, but idea after idea after idea. So, immediately when I started to do research, I know that Sharon and I have mentioned this before. We used to belong to be this business. In fact, it's where we met at this business club called Sister Snog for Women. And neither of us are not members anymore, but for various reasons, but we still love Sister Snog. And through the through the start of values were very, very strong. And again, it's a membership club. You can't just 
join it, you have to be interviewed and you they have to know that you're going to fit into the values of the club. And I was thinking about this for them because over time it's had to change, obviously, because of the lockdown and members have joined and left and they, they do it slightly differently than when Sharon and I joined. But this would be a perfect place to have a DAO, a board of people that that makes sure that the values, that makes sure the smart contract meet the values of the of the membership club but it also then could be used for investment maybe investments to create online courses or online documentation for women who might not necessarily be want to join sister snog but want to know about connecting and building businesses it could be used to create an nft collection and even maybe people like cheryl and i that maybe are no longer members but could be could become part of a DAO if we wanted to invest. So something like that would be a perfect example of what a DAO could be. You could create, like Cheryl talks about types of DAO, if you have a charity or a foundation. I was actually watching a video about Tim Ferriss yesterday, the four-hour work week and tribe of mentors. And he was talking with somebody else about DAOs. And he was saying he has a foundation. And it is a bull lake is the way he described it because he's constantly having to speak to la- to lawyers and sign documents anytime somebody wants to invest some money he has to it's just a constant round of paperwork with lawyers and he was saying if he could just have a DAO that controls the foundation and controls the money coming in and a smart contract that controls all of this it would make his life and also reduce the cost within having to constantly speak to lawyers and to control the foundation he was really looking into that you could have a property development DAO so you know I would imagine you could do property development with real life um, houses buildings but also buying land and buildings in the metaverse you could create a DAO for that so in its simplest form We talked in episode 14 about the incredible World of Women collection and both Cheryl and I own a World of Women galaxy. We may mention this a lot because we're very proud of the fact that we have galaxies each. Um, (laughs) But currently when I checked, so I checked yesterday just before we recorded this, the cheapest World of Women was around £5,000 if you include all the Ethereum gas prices, gas fees. If you wanted to start to invest in NFTs, but you don't have £5,000 lying around, you could get a group of five or 10 friends together, agree to put in an equal amount, agree the rules, and from the ready-made software that is freely available, create a DAO. You can either sit on your NFT and wait for it to go up in value because they will go up in value, or you could create a brand for her, your World of Women NFT. You could license that NFT and create some income. And if you listen to episode 14, and if you haven't, we suggest you do because it's one of our favorites. You will remember we talked about the partnership that has been signed with Reese Witherspoon's media company, Hello Sunshine. And the plans are to create TV series and movie franchises from the world of women characters. You could license your character to Hello Sunshine. You could act as an agent for your NFT. And that one step could garner you income for a long time. Or you could invest in more NFTs. And even as simple as my dad, 
My dad has been paying into this lottery syndicate for decades now. And every so often, one of my dad's lovely friends will text me and say, can you put some more money into the pot? Going forward, even that could become a Dow. In the same way that people set up WhatsApp groups for every little thing that goes on in their life, you will be able to set up a Dow. In fact, it's a business idea. You could simply create the capabilities for for DAO templates that anyone would be able to set and get going in 10 minutes. But it isn't about running a business. As with all advances in technology, despite people's fears about it, it creates new jobs, jobs we cannot even imagine. Potentially the words for these don't exist yet. So Cheryl, do you want to just, what new jobs could come out of creating a DAO that we could think of? Sure. So there so there are ones the ones that we could think of at the top of our heads were like Angela says, we don't know yet what the jobs the Dow industry is going no. to create. But obviously we've got the Dow developer. Many people are leaving their current day tech industry jobs to work and develop in web three. Mm. It's a no brainer yeah, really, isn't yeah. it? This is certainly one area where you could increase your skills, learn to code DAOs, smart contracts, and understand the blockchain technology. When we looked, there are a ton of courses out there and most of them yeah. are free. I think if I'm right, doesn't Google give away all its courses for free? I think it's like... Yeah, yeah Google does. Um, I wouldn't say they're the most amazing courses, but... Get um, you started though, right? Yeah, Google. Absolutely. Yeah. There's plenty out there. There's so much. I mean, if you can find a, you know, a YouTube video on how to create a DAO, you're halfway there, aren't yeah. you? We've got the 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 lawyer, a DAO lawyer or contract specialist. You could niche in that area of DAOs. The demand for these skills over the next decade—excuse de- me, the decade, next decade—will explode. Yeah. So, whether you create a DAO contract templates that people could purchase for you, or specialize in larger companies, startups, charities, or niche in particular types of DAOs, that's definitely an option. I think that's going to be mammoth. That's like so actually, oh, yeah, definitely. pull together what the smart contract and the rules should be. Even sort of organizational structures could go into a DAO. So that definitely, yeah. I think I don't. I actually think the old way will actually disintegrate. This will be yeah, the way. I agree. I don't think having big drawn up contracts that are written and signed it will just be on DAOs in the future I completely agree yeah definitely so we've got the DAO consultant um you can specialize in consultancy and help people to set up DAOs whether it's startups or more established companies that want to move more into DAO structure again the need for these roles over the next decade could put you in high Mm. demand we've got DAO marketing specializing in this area understanding DAOs and how they could be marketed compared to other assets or entities uh, this incre- this industry could become massive and we've seen this from the growth of popularity of DAOs already in most basic terms there will be the need for ideas consultancy development and backup support what skills do you have that could transition into this field yeah. it's massive right yeah. I mean, there's just a few yeah, that we, we can just, think of at the top of yeah. our heads. It's, I mean, marketing is always such a specialised one. If you think, you know, God, at the turn of the century, there was no social media marketing. And now look at the role and how many videos you see on how to make your TikTok more popular. Or the the specialisation of DAOs, I think, would be mammoth to try and 
um, yeah. try and mark it. It's just niching, isn't it? And um, I mean, and I'm sure people are listening to this episode and thinking, well, I really don't have a clue on how I'm going to, you know, how I'm going to use the DAO in the future or. No, it could be just you signed up to your friend's Hindu and you've got to pay your... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because how annoying are those? There's always one at the... Oh, they're so annoying. (laughs) There's always one there that's like trying to do everything. But, you know, if you... Sandra hasn't paid Sandra hasn't paid. paid. Or or Cheryl's pulled out. (laughs) Or she doesn't want to do the rock climbing or, you know... All of that is just like even before you go out for a meal where you have that, do you just pay for what you have? Or, you know, people who don't drink, like, yeah. I don't really drink. I don't want it like, just everybody paying equal. With, like, just this is the Dow before we even walk through the door of the restaurant. I mean, <laughs> you know, it could be as simple as that. Let's just pull this together, put it in the WhatsApp group. That's it no changes you know yeah we don't have to overcomplicate this do we no. this is just a simple you no. know analogy so dows as with all this new digital universe are new the concept for them comes from a good place it is to create a community we can talk about community all the time i think in every episode we must mention communities Within organizations, they are in effect to create decisions from the bottom up and try to level out hierarchy. That's really where they come from, this whole decentralized, not needing a third party. They are created so only a collective can make a change. So the way in which DAOs work are because, as we have said in What is Blockchain Episode 7, the blockchain is transparent, smart contracts, and therefore DAOs are transparent. So everyone can see the DAO, the rules, the structure, the values, or whatever is coded into the smart contract. One simple person cannot make changes to the rules. It has to be agreed by the DAO. But the idea of DAOs are very idealistic at the moment. People are treating them as the perfect solution. And as I said, I was watching this podcast with Noah Feldman, who's a Harvard professor professor with Tim Ferriss and he was talking about the reason why someone is given the role of president or CEO is because sometimes somebody has to make a tough decision and getting a group of people to do that can be really hard sometimes when you involve Mm. people in anything then the problems start so 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 Alec Izzy Gomez, I may have butchered that, was the designer of the mini car. And he famously said, a camel is a horse designed by committee. He was knighted because of his creation of the mini. And he very much put that down to the fact it was not designed by a committee, but by one person. So there will be flaws and there will still be inequality in DAOs. So take, for example, the Flamingo DAO. So Cheryl's already mentioned that the curators, only two women, 38 men. And if you invest, if 20 people brought nine blocks of Flamingo units, so remember that's 900,000 units or whatever they're called, and the other 80 all owned one each, the 20 have a massive voting power. So there are flaws and they are not perfect, but the underlying purpose and vision for DAOs is for good. But as always... You need to do your own research. We say this all the time, but do your own research. There is so much more we could have talked about, but this episode is already quite long. 
but we will talk about a ton on other episodes or maybe we'll do an episode on a single DAO for now. But Cheryl, do you want to close out with some final wise words? So as we are heading more and more into Web3, you will notice that everyone will have access to investment opportunities and the class system that was once so important won't be anymore. Everyone will have access to DAOs, new metaverse projects. They can create their own NFT projects. Connections are easily reachable and education on Web3 is mostly free. So whilst everyone is worried about losing their children in the metaverse gaming industry, think about the opportunities that are going to be open to them that we didn't have. The new world is going to be a game changer for the next generation and yourself if you allow it to be. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode about DAOs. We will see you next week for more Metaverse education. See you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women of the Metaverse. You can find all information, links, and people we talked about in the show notes on our website. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please comment and subscribe. Join us again in the next episode as we continue this exciting Metaverse journey.